0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: What's up? What's going on, everybody? How are you? I uh, just wanted to come on here and check in for a moment and say hello and answer some questions. Always getting a lot of um, new people passing through and by the page and people watching my videos and that kind of stuff and people have questions. So I just wanted to hang out, say hello, check in, let you know what I got going on and see what you guys got going on. I will tell you something that I'm excited about, the, the small things, is being able to do this right now and sit in the sun. It's been raining here in um, Alabama for like, man, it's for like three weeks or so, and getting in a routine of looking forward to going outside and getting that sunlight, purging, purifying, connecting, praying, all that kind of stuff. Like when you when you can't do it, you don't appreciate what you got till it's gone, right? So that's something odd that I've been looking forward to, but I think it's good that it's odd. It's peculiar to sit in the sun. It's been overcast and raining all day and the birds out here playing, the hummingbirds. It's just beautiful. I look forward to those things. Uh, Did God or Christ command Christianity, Gade said. What's up, Gade? What's up, everybody? Um... Awesome, Jersey Shores in the house. I don't know how to answer that question, Gate. I mean, um, I just don't know what it's implying or like. A lot. Of, it just, if you can re- rephrase it, it may help me. What's up with twin flames? Cheyenne says. Yeah, I don't know. What? What twin flames? I don't know. If it's a big big deal, like big thing people are talking about. I don't know. How can one raise their vibration for manifestations? Man. Believe. Don't doubt. Don't let it go. Water the seed. Make sure that it gets it's planted in good ground. The same thing that you'll do to a seed if you was to plant a tree. You do that to whatever you're trying to manifest. Speak. I mean, you can speak to your plants too. Speak to your the trees. It says it. Says it helps them to grow. Speak to your dreams. Speak the things that you want to manifest. Speak to it. Welcome it. Begin to prepare. Prepare for it. Believe it. Like when you're expecting a, a child. Like when, when um, so a woman gets pregnant, a seed goes in, and it takes, right, into the matrix. And that's that where all, all manifestation comes from. is from the womb. Which womb, right? Depends on which one you're talking about. The womb of uh, a woman. I can tell you when that seed takes in nine months, something's going to manifest. Because somebody planted a seed. Something that happened in darkness came to light. That's manifestation. So the same kind of precepts apply to manifesting anything. You want to take care, you want to cater, you know, you want to prepare the room, you want to buy a a crib, you want to paint your room, you want to get all your junk or your stuff out of your spare room because that's now going to be the baby's room. So now I'm preparing that when this thing I'm manifesting and I'm believing for comes to me, it's coming upon good ground to to fall in my lap and it has a place to stay. Same way when you get rid of something, you know, like when you look at the analogies of uh, Jesus talking about getting rid of a spirit. When an evil spirit leaves someone, it leaves their house. So you would do the opposite. When an evil spirit leaves, it goes out to dry places, seeking rest and finding none. And it tries to come back to to that same home, but not by itself. He gets seven other spirits stronger than itself, and it tries to come back to that residence, and if it finds that home swept clean and tidy, and now the Holy Spirit's living in that part of your life, and that part of your mind, um, then there's no vacancy here for that spirit to come. I don't care how many you're coming back with. There's no room for you. Good luck. I'm already filled up. So. Same thing. There's a room that is prepared, swept clean. So prepare the room for the thing that you're you're trying to manifest. Um, I would speak to it versus speaking to other people. You know, instead of speaking to like telling everybody what you got going on and what you're believing for. um, Speak to the thing. Speak to God. Speak to the energies, start talking to it, get familiar with it. You know, a lot of manifestation and stuff like that is done in darkness, your good deeds, your arms, what you're believing for. on uh, the moment you start telling the wrong people, then they start moving in position to try to block it or try to intercept and things like that. So trying to put bad energy on it, trying to talk you out of it. Like all of that comes into play with, uh, Trying to birth something and manifest it. So that's how you can get better. And you do get better. You start with little things and you manifest it. And you see some things that every seed takes different time. Like the, the seed of a man inside of a, a womb, a woman, it takes nine months for that seed to, to take and to fully form and come back. So um, for you to get a return on that seed. I've seen things, the moment you, you move into belief of it, the moment you move into um, expecting this in your life and saying yes and getting clear on it, you'll see immediate results. The moment you, you put it out there into the atmosphere, the moment you ask God, and the moment you create it and your voice speaks to it, there's things that you can say and then boom, it's it's already here. There's no... Gestation process that doesn't take nine months some of its immediate So I think that different things depending probably on the size or how many people are involved um, Takes different amounts of time Um, Roxy says Why do I keep getting called to tell everyone that the end of times are coming? I trust God I feel like I'm going mental I've been telling people too. um, I don't care about what's coming. I obviously you want to prepare, right? But if they're coming, there's nothing, it's nothing to prepare for. It's what's here. What time, what times are we in now? So uh, for me, that's, that's always been the difference between the so-called false prophets and, and those who can discern the times we're in because like, when you, you can, they've been, we've been saying like end times were coming. Um, ever since I've been a Christian, they've been talking about the end times. And then hundreds of years before that, man, thousands of years before that. So of preparing for the end, like we're, this is the end for a lot of people. You gotta, you had to bring those prophecies to the now and it's nothing to be afraid of, like, it's, especially if you're righteous, if you've been helping people, if you believe in Christ, if you believe that you are eternal, there's nothing to fear by any means. So that's, this, it changes everything. It, it's changing everything so I, I would say, cause when you tell them that, then they're looking, they're looking to the sky. They're looking for an answer. They're looking for a sign. And, uh, the scripture says that a wicked and perverse generation seeks after a sign and none shall be given. We're in the end times for sure. Like our end time for our people, for our generation. Yeah. we're. In, this is strange. What's happening for us. Um, and knowing that, then you can look at those prophecies and begin to see them being fulfilled. In what type of way? Because whatever is like destruction or bad for the wicked is only good for the righteous. Only good. We're okay. So when an apocalypse happens, which is a, which only means of revealing, guys, they tricked us with imagery and movies. When apocalypse happens, it is literally being unveiled. Ta-da! What happens when you have a light being? Uh, somebody who's a light being, you you're a light inside of you, and you got all kinds of light, like overwhelming light. It's so much light in you that it's literally shining out of your skin. We'll call that an aura. You can use a different. You, let's call it a shadow. Uh, it's New Age. We don't deal with New ages, right? New Age. No, call it a shadow. Peter's shadow. It's an aura. So much light in him that it was protruding out of him. And, and every time that shadow touched somebody, they would be healed by just stand, standing next to him. Even Jesus, his clothes were permeated with that energy, with that Holy Spirit. So the, the apocalypse is when you show somebody for who they really are. When you unveil them, oh, man, I knew it. It's showing you their real colors. And that's happening all over the the world, like for the wicked. Yeah, come on, turn the news on guys. Come on. Like they, they covering this stuff on Dateline. The problem thing is that they're not covering what God is doing with the righteous. The revolution won't be televised, but we see it, we sense it, we know it. So we know what time it is. Literally, we know what time it is because we're going through it and we don't have nobody vocalizing this stuff in a way that is digestible for Christians. I'm be straight with you, for Christians. So do Christians have to go to New Agers? New Agers, been talking about this, been talking about it. And they got a different language that evokes a different emotion. Because when they say rapture, or when they say I'm, we're being caught up, or we're, when the Native Americans teach you that, that they're being taught in their dreams, there's different imagery. But when the Christian would use some of the biblical terms, which I love, by the way, um, your mind goes somewhere. And they had to show you an image with it. You couldn't just read it and interpret it. We got to show you a picture of people flying to the sky, waving by their family. See you later. You've been left behind. That's not it. That's not it. That's not what's happening. That's not the apocalypse and that's not the, the rapture by any means so we're experiencing this so that's why we can speak on it and if you're not experiencing it you can't it's just theology and doctrine and they'll they'll, they'll say the same they've been saying you guys just have bad theology bad doctrine No, we're experiencing this sir this is what we're experiencing this is our truth and it was laughable to you this is our truth and we owned it That's what separated us. That's why the things and the videos and the stuff that I had been creating for years, like it's finally like making sense. Not just me. I'm part of a. It ain't about me. I'm part of a. I'm about you. We in a bigger collective. It's a part of body. It's about everybody coming together. Cause if I'm if I'm the only one experiencing this and vocalizing it and saying I'm a crazy person, I'm a crazy person. Until you read the comments. Until you get the inboxes and the emails. Until the church is like, hey, we got to find a different approach. What we're doing is not working. Oh, let's attack the New Agers. No, y'all keep, if, you, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Keep doing what you're doing. Why are you messing with us now? Because it's working. Now you have to speak on what we're doing. Now you have to get on TikTok, and now you have to do it. But the only thing you have no authority to speak to it, because you still mean you're still wicked. Yeah, for sure. There's all this stuff right or right now. You can see what happened to Rion and what's happening to that brother. Y'all gonna make me get emotional. It ain't hard to do. See what's happened to Rion. He got had an encounter with Christ and he's drawn closer to the, what he believes Christ is that which is infinite absolute love come on and they're crucifying him people don't even everybody's doing videos talking about he got the new age jesus and it's a false gospel and it, he didn't he doesn't know he's a sinner he doesn't know that god still hates him because he's happy in his skin no 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 you got to do things a different way because it ain't working looking at that that's christianity just type in rion's name on 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 facebook And go read the comments. Don't send him the videos, please. Do not send him the videos. He made it hard to reach because of that. People are still sending him videos. He doesn't need that. I say that to say that Eminem just did a song. Eminem just did a uh, remix to a Kanye West song on his uh, latest album, I believe it is. But it's a really good song. Um, I love the song. I, I, I love Kanye's verse I look what the Christians are saying about Kanye so forget Eminem right but then Eminem drops this verse talking about how he needs Jesus and I know I'm a sinner and I tried to look to pills and I tried to look to this these things and they never fulfill, and these kind of things right and now Christians are doing commentary on it they're saying uh you know is Eminem a Christian because he mentioned that Jesus is Lord and he needs Jesus and those kind of things like everybody's doing their commentary, getting clicks. It's a big thing. Get the clicks. And some people want to pray for him. Some people want to attack him. But listen, if Eminem became a born again Christian, if he was outspoken, he's probably always been a believer, to be honest with you. But y'all are going to want to change him. Y'all want to change, you know, correct him and change his style and, ch- and these kind of things. And if he became it and, be- and would begin outspoken, Christians would crucify him. He wouldn't last a week. Eminem would not last a week because this so-called gospel that we have here is clean yourself up and God will accept you. Don't come to our church, believing in new age. Don't come to our church, believing in this. Don't come here doing that and it's okay. We're not coming. We're cool. Yeah. We're married to truth and you got to be willing to go wherever truth will take you. It's scary. It is very scary. Sometimes it seems to go against the religion of the day. Not sometimes all the time. The more you read the Bible, the more the stuff starts to make sense. And then people can tell and discern the times that yeah we're in the we're in the end times yeah this is happening it's happening to me at least and the people who would laugh at you or whatever they're not experiencing it it is what it is so um, know yourself stop listening to people I'm gonna share what I'm going through if it resonates awesome click like click share if it doesn't. Call me a heretic and, and tell me I'm, I'm deceived and, and keep moving. Do screenshots, cool. Mm. People who need to see it will see it. But that's what's happening. That's how you know who's in tune. And it is really no shot in, at, at people in religion or whatever. Like everybody comes, we're all at, at different places and it would be silly for everyone to be just like you just like me it'd be silly it wouldn't there would be no color in it everybody would be in the church and it would all be hands there would be no feet there would be no eyes there would be no ears cuz all of those things have different functions and the eye is not to say to the ear there is no need of you listen i need you the mouth is not to say to the the heart that there is no need no we truly need each other look at moses like that that's a beautiful study i've been doing about the people that was posted in moses's life for him to function the way that he did he had people that were good at what he wasn't like moses wasn't trying to beat play all the positions he wasn't trying to do everything moses did what he did really good hearing god ascending the mountain coming down but then breaking it down listen i need some I can't speak. I have a stuttering lip. You have a way with words. Listen, I feel that God told me this, and this is what he wants. How do we get it through to the people? Let me speak to them. I got you. You're a little bit rude. If you tell them, you're going to scare them. Let me speak. Aaron, man, he, Moses has so many people in, in his life that, that worked with him, and they weren't, they weren't at war with him. This is what we got to be. Adam says, true seeker. So many people have questions. Yeah. But here's the thing. Any of these questions, like, there ain't no one-liners for this stuff, y'all. There ain't no one-liner. That's why I try to say short. Let me do a couple questions. Like, one question, boom, I am 30 minutes. All this connects. All of it does. It's so overwhelm it it overwhelmingly in my head connects. Overwhelming. No, that doesn't tie in. Everything overwhelmingly connects. That's the beauty of it. Okay. Who has a question, Adam? Virgin birth. Hmm. You're trying to get me crucified already. See y'all being controversial as if I wasn't controversial to begin with. I'm controversial about certain things. Virgin birth. We'll say this. The word virgin just means young lady in the scriptures. A virgin shall conceive a woman who is young. That's all that word means. So take that to your word study. Karen says, you took the words right out of my mouth, just like Moses and Aaron. Yeah. And man, and even Paul, Peter, those guys, like, even though they had differences and discrepancies, they still listen with for the greater good. So, yeah, so you may have to ask the question again, guys, if I didn't see it, like it's hard to, to really um, stay on topic and uh, and continue reading questions while I'm answering one true seeker do it protect get baptized so I I think you emailed me or messaged me about that and I don't want to say that like I think that that's great I think we need to do that I think baptism is key I think it's powerful Um, but the, I don't I wouldn't I would not say that baptism protect protects you from from a demon um, it is a a, a a ritual cleansing It's you moving forward and saying that this is a an outward manifestation of something that's taking place within me I'm ready to receive what God has for me I'm ready to move forward that mindset protects you from a demon so I don't want to say just anybody just going through a baptism at a random church or a river that that protects you but the mindset that that says that I mean I'm this means I mean business now God I'm tired of playing the fact that you get Tired of playing and you're ready to give it your all, I think you'll be protected. Um Beth says, What's your thoughts on reincarnation? Jonathan, there you go. Let me just Jonathan says the baptism of the Holy Spirit. There you go. There you go. Thank you. We need each other, right? <laughs> the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Get filled up with the Holy Spirit. And there's so much Holy Spirit within you, there's no room for any outside demonic energy. And literally, they, they, they begin to run from you. Once your light becomes so bright, they can't even stand next to you. Them standing next to you is imminent death. And they run, and they beg to leave your presence. Look at Jesus. So, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, for sure. I think that that is what protects you from demons. <laughs> but that ain't nothing to play with like you know what i'm saying so it, it really has to be a it really you gotta as long as you mean business man like you ain't gotta worry about nothing as long as your hands are clean and your heart's pure it's not gonna be that you're not tempted or or, or scared or anything but you're still gonna have to go you still have to go through it i love you bro jonathan So do you not believe that the virgin birth was to bring Jesus into this sinful world through Mary who had never had sex? A virgin. Um, I just, I try to be careful. Like, I do believe this stuff, but I I try, I know it's, obviously I'm already polarizing, but it's like only how much you can go, I feel. Maybe not. You guys are asking the question. So this is just where I've been years ago where we were crucified for teaching this stuff. We're laughed at, mocked, ridiculed, whatever, but it's part of it. Um, Jesus, the Bible, I'll say this. The Bible says that Joseph is Jesus's dad, straight up. It doesn't say step daddy. Some things were added. Here's what you know what's added. When you begin to read about him being his father, there's a couple places where it's in italics, if you read, because it's it was inserted. And the italics is, when it's talking about that, it says, as, it says, and Jesus, it was Mary, Jesus, and his father, as was supposed his father, Joseph. The as was supposed is added. That's added. It, and if you read it in context, it literally, it tells you, Joseph was... Jesus's father when it says that he will come we just got done talking about a seed the Bible says in Romans and all through the scriptures that Jesus would come through the seed of David seed is from a man it's the it's the semen like that's what seed is and he is of the seed of David so yeah it, it just it brings a lot of more things into question so no I, I, I believe the Bible says that Joseph was Jesus's father like um, who he was before he came the spirit that incarnated in him that was of the Holy Spirit that which was is in you is of the Holy Spirit so I mean, it's a whole breakdown. There's a lot to it. They, I believe, many people teach that they came together um, before the wedding. But that's not a sin. It wasn't a sin. Actually, coming together is the wedding. It's not about coming into trading house, horses, and land, and 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 giving money and all that. No, it's like they came together. They were in love. And when you come together, that's your wife. So it was not in sin. She was young and already pregnant before they came together. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's it's going to be hard to get those kind of ideas out of your head just because of what we've been taught, and 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 many places won't even let you have the conversation, and that's why it's scary to talk about, because they won't even let us talk about this or explore it. You'll be called names, ridiculed. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're that. Um, I think another precept there would just piggyback off of that question is that Jesus would not come through the bloodline of, of sin, right? Of sinful flesh. Um, so he wasn't, he didn't have to come from a man, but he came from a woman. Um, I think the scripture is clear that, and me and my friend was talking about this earlier. I wish we would have recorded it, but. Um, and for most in Christendom, it's about what Jesus did, right? And that's it. That is it. It's what he did. Oh, how he loves me for sure. For sure. I'm with that. Um, I couldn't fix myself. I couldn't help myself, but Christ comes to me, but he does that to initiate you to be baptized with the spirit to do greater things than him. And so the I this idea in for majority in Christendom is like let Jesus do it. He done. He did it. Won't he do it? Will he still do it? Yeah, but how through you through you when you get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, God is now operating through you. So Jesus from birth was filled with the the Spirit. He was filled with the Spirit without measure. He received His anointing at the baptism, right? The literally dove came down and rested upon Him. So, all that to say that there's this thing of what Jesus did and Jesus is beckoning us to step out of the boat because I want to teach you to do what I did. But when we say things like, you know, the likeness of sinful flesh and those kind of things, it makes us think that he wasn't tempted on every way as we are, which makes him fully God and not human, right? But he came in the likeness of sinful flesh. The scripture says that to show you what you can do to really take away all of our excuses. You had an excuse. You never seen nobody do what he did, but now that he's doing it, There's no excuse for you not to. There's no excuse for you to be wicked. There's no excuse for you to live beyond, uh, below your your means, because he did it. And, but it would be different if it stopped with him. But Jesus. But then we continue to see the apostles and disciples, and many, many after that in the early church continue to do miracles, to do feats, and to do all types of things. And it wasn't because of their humanity. It was because of their humanity was in submission to God, that it was ruled by the carnality of this world, but they still had God's spirit within them that let them do that. And that's an invitation for us. So the thing, you know, in the scripture says specifically that Jesus took not upon himself the nature of angels. So I really think that that doctrine of him, like, he had to be born of a virgin or he would have been a sinner. No, the power in that story is, listen, I'm tempted too, man. I'm tempted too. I'm tempted. You don't think when they slapped me, I wanted to slap back. I turned my cheek. I held my peace. Like, oh, you're just good. You're just good. You're so good. He said, like, no, they told, they told him that you're just so good, man. You, so, you got so much of God in you. Yeah, but I got, i got, I've got flesh. I'm here. I'm in the flesh. The flesh is subjective to the things of the flesh, but the spirit is eternal and I choose to walk in the spirit. It's not a given, we're not robots. Jesus wasn't a robot, I'm not a robot, you're not, nobody is. And to think that they're on this pedestal where they don't, like you laying down your carnality, you laying down the the hatred. When you lay it down on the altar, even continually, like that is an offering. What else is praise? Singing and dancing in the church? I love that. Trust me, I do. But a true act of worship is let me kill something on this altar. What am I, what you going to kill? An animal? That's what y'all killing? They ask me if I'm killing animals. No, I'm killing my flesh. My fleshly na- nature. And it's a learning experience. But I know that the scripture says that we are to be living sacrifices. We're You're supposed to be a a sacrifice unto the God, uh, unto God, uh, a sweet smelling aroma. And that's what Jesus did all the way unto death, because as beautiful as he is and everything, he if you read John 17, like he's begging, Father, let these people get it. Let them get it. Let them know how much you love them. Oh, we know how much he loves you, Jesus. That's all that matters. No, you've already missed it. No, he's begging the father before he goes to the cross. Lord, let them know how much you love him. The love that we shared before I incarnated here, the love that you have for me, let them know that that same love you had with them before they incarnated here. This is his prayer, John 17. It's super beautiful when you read it slow and he's like I see him begging father please please not just my disciples I wanna do everything I can so that they get it but let them know that they're not lacking in anything that that same love is that you have for me you had and have for them but not just them he continues to say everyone that they reach everything and everyone that they reach, let them know, that's including me and you, that the love that we shared lit a fire in my heart that burns as a flame back before the start. This flame is eternal. You are eternal. This is temporary. I got a lot of friends that want to, you know, talk about the, um, you know, ascension and they want to take their bodies with them. Trust me, I do too. I like, I think i I like what I've become here right but no I don't see that anywhere in the scripture there's a fear there's a there's an escapism with it this this is a seed this is a seed and it must go back to the earth and permeate that light and leave a mark and there's certain things that don't happen until you shed this skin so Ascension? Somebody said biblical ascension? For sure. We'll call that ascension. Jesus ascended. Anita says, nope, new body. I'm getting a new body. What happens if this body travels at the speed of light? It's dead, it burns up. Now, the angels have the ability to travel back and forth from heaven and to assume the role of of, of men when they get here. See, that's that's what you get. And they do that, and they've been doing that, whether at will or whether incarnated in bodies and coming through the birth canal of a woman, through that portal, how do they travel? From the star that enters a child, that is a child, The the new age term star seed, like totally Jesus was that like read the, the, the birth of Christ. I believe it's in, I believe it's the Luke account. Read that slow. Want to know what star was above him? What time was it? Do we know that this was the star of the Messiah when this conception happened? We need to find that baby. This was an ancient prophecy. So same thing with you. Where'd you come from? Where are you going? What are you gonna do? Where's your people? Who'd you come from? Christians don't care about that. You'll see. That's why they get done any kind of way. Jesus told them that. He said, "Listen, from the, I forgot. Forgive me. I don't want to misquote. But from the days of Noah, I don't know. From the days of Noah to John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence." And on top of that, the violent have been taking it by force. We've been victim to this. We haven't even been able to put up a fight. We don't know. We don't know what the we we don't know the weapons of our warfare, which are not carnal, but mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. We don't know this. Holy Ghost weaponry. You don't know who you are. That's why they can tell you who you are. But once you do, I don't think we ever fully know, but it's, we're learning. We're learning, we're becoming. We're finding out as you're ready. Man, I got all these, uh, it was like five of them, of these, um, Hummingbirds. We had one or two for like a long time, but now, now they're coming. There's so many, five of them, and they were fighting. Like for the longest time, they were fighting, and then when these other ones came, they're playing. They ch- they're fighting turned into like a, a mating dance and stuff that where they're connecting, and some of them are still they still a little hostile. But I'm, I'm seeing them do different things. And this is small things that, that are beautiful. There's plenty to go around, but they're fighting over it. Sounds like us, right? Plenty to go around, but you fight over it. Leif, how are you? And any of the stuff that obviously I'm just talking about, I do plan on being able to teach and, and flesh out, but... Um, I just find it very hard. But you got to try, right? So I am working on some um, materials that are going to really break it down through the scriptures, the Greek, the Hebrew, breaking down the words so that you can get it and know that it's in there. Um, Melanie says, would you consider studying the uh, Kabbalah anti... Would you consider studying the Bala anti-Christian? I have these... Books, 10 Lost Books of the Prophets that incorporate the Kabbalah um, which I've seen is considered occultist knowledge so I'm no expert people accuse me of studying like or teaching the occult or or, or teaching um, Kabbalah I don't know much of it by any means Um, I have found something very interesting is that really through the study of scriptures and in your own process and prayer like whatever that these certain societies are hiding if there's any truth to it because the problem is we'll have those things that are mixed with lies even in the bible good things mixed with lies even in any church you go to good things mixed with lies right um god has the ability to Reveal the hidden things that these societies in these places are hiding and I, I'm no, I'm not a freemason. Um, I don't really even endorse their work. It's a hidden secret society. I'm not really privy to things, but I have friends who are and we will have conversations and they're like, Oh bro, you don't need to become a Mason. Like, you already know our secrets. Like as we're flowing in the spirit, I'm telling them what they're doing. Like a lot of it's just through study of the scripture and kind of seeing the worldview of, of many things. And, um, they're like, yeah, you don't even need to, you don't need to do this because it's at the highest, you know more than what the highest degrees teach. And I've not, I don't study their material. Not, do I know bits and pieces here and there for sure. But, it's been the same thing with meditation. It's been the same thing with so many schools of thought, including the Kabbalistic studies. People are accusing me of studying and teaching the Kabbalah. I don't know much at all. I, On my life, I have not read much, if not anything of that. So um, I don't want to vouch for any system. You know, that's even the ideas of like, You know how I kind of I talk about the similarities of maybe a biblical tradition with Reiki, you know, or tarot and those kind of things, right? Um, And I don't want to vouch for any of those. First of all, I'm not. I haven't taken any courses. I don't know everything they believe. Like Reiki, I do know energy healing. I do know the laying on of hands. I do feel energy. I do know that anybody can, if they're in tune. I do know people can pull it and push it. And move it yes but when someone does that and creates rules and regulations and puts a gives it a name and calls it Reiki now you must submit to those guidelines I don't know those guidelines right um, so if you want to submit to that like I can show you like scripturally some nuances there but as far as saying Reiki that's not a biblical term but moving Pushing, pulling, energy, healing with the laying on of hands, for sure, for sure. Um, tarot, I get, I get the idea, a hundred percent. I get the iconography. I get the um, the uh, arcana. I think it's called with the different um, archetypes. Yeah. I get it I know they represent different things about the psyche different things about your life and and people use that modality Um, I don't know if there's any I'm haven't studied I'm not a student of that but I do know that it has an effect and I do know depending on the practitioner you're gonna get a different thing you're gonna get a different reading same thing about any of those things that I vouched for in the Bible. The baptism of the Holy Ghost, oh yeah, come on, let's go. I love it. Thank you, God. I love the baptism of the Holy Spirit, for sure. But they got certain churches that you can go to, and you tell them you wanna operate in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and the same danger from the strangers that come from Reiki and come from Tarot, you are, are dealing with in Christendom because of the practitioner 100%. And so that's the dichotomy. That's the thing that it's it's not the modality by any means all those modalities or something similar are biblical. They were practiced, they were performed to get amazing results by Christians and by the Hebrews. So vouching for any of those things You know, I don't, I would never biblically, but I would never condemn you. I would ask you the fruit, um, a word of knowledge, somebody who gives you a word of knowledge, which is a biblical spiritual gift who has been studying the end of the world prophecy. They may may have been doing word studies and they think that gay people are, are demons and stuff. I don't know what they think, just weird stuff. When they begin to operate in the spirit, it's influenced by what they've been studying. And they're subject to that. In their secret life, their quiet life, their devotion time, and their perf- personal preferences. And this is Christians. Does it mean that it's truth? No. It's their truth. It's influenced. It's peppered. So the same thing with laying on of hands. The same thing with Reiki. That's why the scripture says lay hands on no man suddenly. Let me just let anybody touch you, put their hands on you. So the same rules apply. I don't care what you call it. Now that's a beautiful bird. I don't even know if I've seen that bird before blackbird with a red neck. I hope that helps. I hope it, it does help because let's just say this. Any of those modalities, those tools, they're just tools. Every your voice is a tool. The Bible is a tool. Everything's a tool. For what for you to use and to incorporate but what happens when it a person that's wicked gets a hold of the tools it doesn't matter what you call it well, this is holy ghost field no it's not you're lying to people bro this is you you filled now you're using your platform to get your anti homophobic message out there because you struggle secretly with being gay, but you got a wife. Like, come on, man, give the unadulterated truth. Like, just let us know, man. That's what we're dealing with. It comes through the vessel. That's why you gotta be clean and clear conduit. Clean hands and a pure heart. Cause you'll start sprinkling that stuff in there. And it just happens by default, but it doesn't matter who's got the cards, guys. I don't think it it matters, because, well, or, or what what modality? Because if it comes through a loving person, it's going to be a loving message that's going to help you, that's going to edify you. But if it comes, so it all it all ties back to spiritual gifts. Everything does. But what spirit is in you? What are you divining from? What are you divining from? Because it's what I call God and what your pastor calls God and the Holy Spirit. That could be two different things. And what God stands for, what is he strongly against? This is a big deal, guys. Like, you got to know this. It doesn't matter what you call it. Jay says, "How to maintain when things are hard? I just go back to the basics. But any tips? Thanks, peace and love. Uh, type or response, a DM. Thank you in advance. Exactly what you said. Keep it simple. This stuff is so deep and so so many angles and perspectives. You have to be able to um, to be able to make make it simple for people and for yourself. And for that, the basics for me is really." It is what I like that the good stuff about Christianity of what the Christian church is doing, worship, prayer, devotion, and the Christians are right to the extent that we don't need any of those things. We don't need those cards. We don't need those things anymore. No, you don't need anything. That's the beautiful thing about about the gospel is that you don't need anything. You can literally close your eyes and begin to pray or sing a song and change the atmosphere. You can think about something and then speak on it and create it. You don't need tools. You don't need the bloodletting. Like you don't need those things that the wicked need. They still need those things. And I find that um, very liberating that it's the simplicity of why Christ came. Um, but, it's, but with that being said, to say you don't need it or we don't need it is projecting because some people need it some people need it you don't need a megaphone just raise your voice they can hear you some people need it use it for good so what I'm proposing that there wasn't much change through from Genesis to Revelation. I believe there was only a couple things changed. Only a couple. But those, obviously, systems and modalities still work if you work them. If you work them. And the same rules apply biblically if you work them wrong if you use them to hurt people. Yeah. And your platform, your church is in that too. If you use that for good, listen. cause we're interpreting this stuff. Um, and we think we know what it means and we have no idea. I'm back. <gasps> well, it's hot out there. I ain't complaining though. I'm not complaining. It's the spirit that matters. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasinocom No purchase necessary. Forward by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woo a hand-clapper, a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. It's the spirit. Okay, what you're
1: doing is the spirit. Any other questions before I jump off here? Mm. I believe a lot was left out. Yeah. A lot was left out. Um, But the stuff that's left in there, I mean, I don't want to discourage people from reading the um, you know the regular versions because there's so much in there that's good but but when something stands out to you, I want to encourage you to look up the terminology to look up the words that are used there um, because you'll find so much you'll find so much. Um, Bradley says, I've studied I've studied what books were taken out and which ones were added. I have my study NLT, a KJV, the Apocrypha, Maccabees books the Catholics took out of the Council of Nicaea decided this was the with this with the Lord's help. The Bible has all it needs to lead you into your heavenly eternal salvation. I'll say again, projecting. The Bible has all you need to lead you to your heavenly, eternal salvation. We're here for different reasons. We want to know what was taken out of it and why. And what we find is that most of those reasons they tell us doesn't add up. Well, what was in it? And you start finding out some really interesting things were in it. Um, you don't need to. No, you can read read you can read the Bible. You can't study the Bible without it by any means. You cannot. You cannot. You need you need more. You need more. You need more. Deborah, who is the best author of the books you love uh books taken out? The best author. Um I'll say this like everybody's not going to do this though. I know they're not. But you got to study antiquity. You got to study what what it looked like before you got it. You got to study what it looked like before they showed you what it looked like recently. google duck duck go <laughs> like so much is at our fingertips or or just i mean what's going to help you is just the words the greek and hebrew words i know everybody's not going to do this i know i know i'm talking to the bereans the deep people i know this but but i want help i want people doing the same i don't want to i'm the one reading and like i want all my people I know this stuff I, I know how deep it goes and like but I don't want to scare you but this is scary I don't want to deceive people but we're already deceived so what books I mean I don't know like I the I'm good with the Bible so just Everybody uses that the moment you break up these books that are taken out, you get shut down by just religious or mainstream, whatever. Um, You know, maybe read Enoch, you know, some of the Apocrypha stuff. Um, Just some of the other books that are referenced, uh, uh, Solomon, Solomon's, the Testament of Solomon, like some of those things. At least know what's in there. You don't have to be an expert or study it. Like, just kind of know what was in the area, right? That the early church knew about and the early church had and even before them so then once you know that and then you maybe watch some documentaries on antiquity and those kind of things you'll find out more you'll know what it looked like and you'll be familiar um so that's for the deep berean and again i know everybody's not going to do that and i do i think i have a way of speaking over you know, lay people's heads as far as like you're not gonna like do the word studies and stuff like that. So to say that you have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, um just reading it and say what what does it mean for me today? And interpreting it, what does it mean for me spiritually? Literal's cool. As you read the literal, it's gonna make it real to you. But then what does this mean for me spiritually and then what what did it look it look like for them spiritually I mean that's a good place to start I mean there's so much that is so beautiful seven heavenly virtues Erica says yes where should we study antiquity Google Ancient Aliens is going to give you a little bit of stuff, but you know, they're super far out. But go to YouTube and look up anything coming from like the Smithsonian. Um, There's certain colleges. There's uh, Britannica. Go to Britannica. Any word that you read, if you find the, the Hebrew or Greek, just know this. There's a story behind it. There's a story behind the words that are used in Hebrew and Greek and they're not what they're not as simple as we've been told to understand that everybody should get it. It is more. It opens it up. It's like, "Oh my goodness, but if you want to open it up, if you want to, you know what I'm saying? You'll do those things. You are, you'll take my advice and you'll do it. But if not, like you read these stories, man, and you you make it real. You read about Jesus Helping and healing and caring and you do the small things because if you're not doing that and you try to go to the deep far out stuff, you've kind of missed it. I mean, even the stuff I'm talking about, divination and all those things, like if you're not do if you're not initiated into Christ and you're trying to tap into those things, those comments are real. Like those people are sharing those stories. I'm sharing my story for a reason like I tapped into that stuff it wasn't good so there's a reason but if you if your intentions and your motives and your heart is pure there's nothing to be afraid of and there's nothing that God will, will keep away from you He'll you literally can ask him and he'll show you he'll make whatever documentary pop up on your feed on your YouTube that's never suggested it will be suggested to you like so trust me these things are are beautiful but they don't go without what the brother said a while ago the simplicities bringing it back to the easy things like if you're not doing that stuff I don't care about your deep stuff because you got people on ancient aliens and who teach this stuff who will run circles around all of us put together but their hearts are not pure They're doing it to try to disprove Christianity. It just is what it is. They're not doing it to help you. They're not doing it. They're doing it to lord it over you, to mock your religion and all of these things. And many of those people um, are teaching and they're doing it. And I would say be wary of that. It'd be different if they were meditating, if they were in prayer, if they believed that God is good and somebody says, Paul Wallace, and I'm speaking about him. I'm, sp- I'm, in, I'm, I'm speaking, I'm in senior, I didn't see your comment until I said it. Synchronicity, I'm speaking about him. And I love Paul Wallace. I love Paul Wallace. But there is no, you cannot lord this information and beat people over the head and take away their stuff without giving them something. Like, you you, you guys don't know how many, like, messages I'm getting about Paul Wallace for good reason. The, the information, yeah, study Paul Wallace. Let it scare you. Go read, just go, yeah, go listen to his stuff. Let it scare you. It will. It will. If you're a Christian, like if you're not, you're cool to like come whatever may. But once you're married to a narrative and this other one is like, oh God, I believe the lie. Like what they've been showing me is it's somebody's lying. Go there. I will say that. But don't do it without prayer, without knowing who you are, because Paul Wallace begins to tell you who you are. You know, other people who are doing this out of anger begin to tell you who you are and and what's right. So your story matters. Your spirituality, your well-being, there's a lot that they've been hiding from us. And yes, Paul Wallace's work is... It's great, but there's no anytime God, Christ, the Holy Spirit, like anytime you get in trouble, you get corrected. The mother is there to nurture you and to hold you. So, yeah, somebody's pulling teeth is hard, but it's not you deserve it. You were like, no, it's like, hold on. I got you like God is about restoration. And so we got to go back to look at these things that have messed us up. And we've believed, but I think that that's why God is using me right now. I know, I'm fully convinced. It's because that is my heart. I don't care how deceived, how crazy, say what you want. When the heart is restoration, when the heart is relationship, God is saying, I can trust you. I can trust you with my people. I can. Tr- I can speak to you and you'll say it. You're not scared of them anymore. And you're learning. Sometimes I am. I don't want to, like even you guys asking me about the virgin birth. It's like, uh, I know what it does. Do I need to tell them maybe, you know, like I want, I don't want to cause the little ones to stumble. I don't want to just snatch your faith away from you without being, hey, like this is how it fits. So with those messages I'm getting about Paul Wallace and what he's teaching Sumerian, come on, this is, this is. It's truth, guys. It is. But what do we do? What now? How do we act? How do we pray? What now? And I don't feel like his work is really doing that. And he was a pastor. Like he was, I I feel like, and he knows that. Like those conversations we, I've had him on my podcast twice over the years, you know? And I appreciate what he's doing. His work is monumental. And yeah, and my work is sounding a lot like his my research is it's it's eerie how how true that is that's that's what he's talking about it's very eerie and it's scary to the christian to the regular people listen you are good like you don't know you don't, you're not married to these traditions that i know that like there's certain things that check you um there's certain things that scare you for the christian why because they scared me like it took me years to come around to embrace this stuff and I still get scared. So that's what I'll say. But what is what is um, what's the Bible says this? Think on these things for good reason. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is virtuous, whatever is of good report. Think on these things. The Bible is clear on this for good reason. So. Just to be like a doom and gloom preacher, a doom and gloom theologian, a doom and gloom researcher? No. Whatever's good. Let's see how does this affect us now? How can we take our power back? And so that's what I'm studying. How do we take our power back? How does this fit into the gospel? How does this fit into antiquity, to all of these things that we've been uh, reading and, and researching? And... And because I wrestle with those things, and I study a lot, and I, I feel like God can trust me, then he shows me. And if he can't, I pray that he doesn't. I pray he never does. I pray that this, I pray I'm an outsider looking in. It's We got too many people out here, like, punching down on people who don't know what you know. And, and I'm, I don't care about theology for the sake of theology. I don't care about mythology for the sake of mythology. But how is this what well, we used to joke around and say where I, when I used to work on a certain job? What's that got to do with the price of rice in China? How does that help the widows and orphans? That's what Jesus said. Studying endless gene- genealogies and all. What's that got to do with anything? What are you doing? Why are you telling these people these things? So, jumping off here. I love you guys.